Hi there, this is Omar Crook, host of Living with a Genius. I want to personally thank you for your financial support. Your donation helps keep this show chugging right along, and I truly couldn't do it without you. As always, thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time. Here's Living with a Genius for March 8th, 2021. This episode's for my music nerd friends. It's the birthday of double murderer, sadomasochist, and late Renaissance composer, Carlo Gesualdo. Gesualdo was born on this day in 1566 into Italian nobility. Carlo Borromeo, later St. Charles Borromeo, was his uncle, and Gesualdo's mother was the niece of Pope Pius IV. Gesualdo had a single-minded devotion to music from an early age and showed little interest in anything else. In addition to the lute, he also played the harpsichord and guitar. His music is among the most experimental and expressive of the Renaissance, and without question is the most wildly chromatic. Progressions such as those written by Gesualdo did not appear again in music until the 19th century, and then in a context of tonality. Characteristic of the Gesualdo style is a sectional format in which relatively slow tempo passages of wild, occasionally shocking chromaticism alternate with quick tempo diatonic passages. The text is closely wedded to the music, with individual words being given maximum attention. Some of the chromatic passages include all 12 notes of the chromatic scale within a single phrase, although scattered throughout different voices. Mostly, we think of classical musicians as stuffy servants of the court, especially practitioners of early music. However, Gesualdo falls firmly outside of this paradigm. One fateful night in October of 1590, Gesualdo discovered his wife Maria in flagrante, with the Duke of Andria, Don Fabrizio Carafa, who, coincidentally, was wearing Maria's silk nightgown at the time. Gesualdo immediately set out about slaughtering the pair, slashing their limbs with his sword, mutilating their sexual organs, and puncturing their skulls with the bullets of his gun. He then allegedly murdered the baby boy, who may or may not have been his or Don Fabrizio's child, by swinging him to death in the castle courtyard. Later in life, Gesualdo suffered from depression. Whether or not it was related to the guilt of his multiple murders is difficult to prove, but the evidence is suggestive. Gesualdo reportedly had himself beaten daily by his servants, keeping a special servant whose duty it was to beat him at stool. Gesualdo's late setting of Psalm 51, the Miserere, is distinguished by its insistent and imploring musical repetitions alternating lines of monophonic chant with pungently chromatic polyphony in a low vocal tessitura. The evidence that Gesualdo was tortured by guilt for the remainder of his life is considerable, and he may have given expression to it in his music. One of the most obvious characteristics of his music is the extravagant text setting of words representing extremes of emotion like love, pain, death, ecstasy, agony, and other similar words which occur frequently in his madrigal texts, most of which he probably wrote himself. While this type of word painting is common among madrigalists of the late 16th century, 
it reached an extreme development in Gesualdo's music. Gesualdo ended his days in a depressive tumult and, in September of 1613, is said to have been beaten to death by his servants in a self-directed, masochistic rampage. He was 47 years old. I learned something new today, and I hope you did too. Or maybe I'm sorry you did too. Anyway, thanks for listening. Be kind. Do good work. And until next time.